Okay, 79. 79. So for those who are new here, we're talking about Amuna. Is that different than the Tafan? It is. Even though in this safer he kind of mixes it. But right now we're talking about Amuna. There's, the emphasis right now, it's, it's straight Amuna. And we're discussing the Sugi of Avram Avinu, which is right now. Baruch Hashem, we hit Avram Avinu. He comes and goes very fast, Avram Avinu. So Rebbe always talks about how it's so exciting when Avram Avinu comes into the Parshish, but then he exits very quickly. So hold on to him as long as you can. can slow down Bracious. Yeah, if we can. Double, you know, if we could. 0.5, speed. So, um... So, yes, so by, that lane. So by... Alright, here we go. It's because Monday morning. I said, it's good. No, it's good. Usually people are depressed Monday morning. Here, we're like giddy. That's good. No, it's very good. Giddy is good. Why do we need to be depressed starting the week off with you in the Okay, We're changing. Because it used to be like this. Not used to be. Monday in the spheres is Gevura. Right? If Sunday is Chesed, Monday is Gevura, Tuesday is Teferis, all the way to Shabbos, which is Malchus. So usually Gevura has this Bad connotation. Gevura, it's din, it's bad, it's... Yeah, but it's usually people think it's strength against me. When it's Gevura again, that's usually the connotation that it has. And therefore people come in, like, depressed Monday. It's the Monday blues is because it's Gevura. Monday take them but, over. But when you, when you learn Panemius and you turn Gevura and you understand what it really is, which Gevura is the whole sugi of Yisurim Shalahava. It's Yisurim. Gevura is Yisurim. Gevura is din, which is Yisurim. But if you're learning a sugi of Gevura, which is Yisurim Shalahava, we've been talking about it for the past two, three weeks, and we're trying to understand, even though it's, the, the Yisurim are real. We're not saying the Yisurim aren't real. People really do get afflicted. But if you learn it in a way where you're turning it around, in a way of Yisurim Shalahava, now, now Monday, now Monday Gevura is not as bad in the Panemius. So here, make you a spot over there. There you go. Okay, so let's do 79. What? I just said, I cleaned up the whole place for you. Come. For example, 79. Okay, let's take a book. So, so we're in Avram Avinu, and Avram Avinu, the, the, the Chiddush of Avram Avinu, which, is, which was a Chiddush only, uh, you know, one time in, in the history of the world, which we have to re is that he, he went to find God. He created the pathway of Amunah. He wasn't passed down to him like it was passed down to every single other Jew since Avram Avinu. And when it's passed down to you, it's not as strong. It's not as... You don't own it. You don't have to work for it. It was handed to you on a silver platter. Right? So we have to, like Avram Avinu, go back and try to acquire it ourselves with simple amuna, Like Chavetz Chaim. He would be gracious. Who created the sun, moon, and the stars? Who created this guy? It sounds silly... That's what Avram Avinu did. Why is it so silly? Avram Avinu did it. Yes? It's the, is, it's the basics. It's the basics. So we think we're already past the basics. So what we're learning here is that's not true. No one's past the basics until they acquire the basics themselves. If it's passed down to you from the outside, you might know the basics intellectually, which is true but you didn't acquire the basics like Avram Avinu did, and therefore you did not acquire it as deep as it can go. So you're not really finished with the basics. Most Jews never actually finish the basics because they never start the basics on their own. That's what we're learning here. This is the game changer in Amuna when you do it yourself. 79, for example, 
Many people fail and succumb to the temptation to speak Lashon Hara or to use their eyes in an inappropriate manner. People make mistakes. They do various. <coughs> Listen very carefully. This is, if I think I know what he's going to say, it's, it's earth-shattering. Everything can change. So a person makes a mistake, Lashon Hara, he sees something he shouldn't see, or any other Isra he does in the Torah. Then they attempt to tackle these problems in any number of ways. Right? They learn Musr, they yell at themselves, they learn Svarim, they do his Hizbaitis, they daven, they cry, they do all these different ways. I can't believe I did what I just did. Tshuva Hashem, please help me stop that. I did what I did wrong. I don't want to do that anymore. So it says, Rav Schwartz, he says, you should know that the root of all these problems is the lack of palpable amuna. The root of Lashon Hara is not because you don't like that guy. Which is, on the surface level, you don't like the person, or you're jealous of the person, or well, there's a lot of, we can get into that whole world of Lashon Hara, but now's not the time. <clears throat> so you might think it's all of these things. That I, if you're honest, I spoke Lashon Hara about the person because I, I don't like him. He bothers me, or because I'm jealous of him. Right? So therefore you try... Okay, so you have to obviously stroll, so you have to work on this, you have to work on that to try to either get to like the guy, or even though you hate his guts, try not to speak Lashon Hara about him. It's all staying in that surface level. Says Rav Schwartz, and, this, and the MS is, every Avera person does is rooted in a lack of palpable amuna. Hmm. What's palpable mean? You could sense it, you could feel it. It's real. It's real. It's like the pulse. If... Just to say, if David Melech told us, people, we, all, we make a big mistake. When we, heard the, when we hear the word mitzvah, you know what you think? Mitzvah's asay. That's usually what we think. Mitzvah means tzitzis and tzvilid and Torah and Shabbos. Mitzvah's asay. That's not true. What does the word mitzvah mean? It means a command. So there's a mitzvah asay and a mitzvah los asay. The word mitzvah means either an asay or a los asay. So when David Mel says, kol mitzvah secha emuna, he doesn't just mean talis and tefillin. He means lashon hara, isheristaklis, everything. Everything is rooted in emuna. You have to go in deep, you have to work on the emuna, which we're doing now, and slowly but surely guide it. It's like we're getting to the Mayan. Emunah is like the Mayan. It's the wellspring. But just to have a wellspring, you know, six miles from here is not going to help me. Let's say I go discover the, the Mayan. Oh, beautiful. Okay. So it's a beautiful water. It's clean, fresh. Every, every day I have to go six miles back. But if I would be able to, to irrigate it, take a pipeline from the Mayan to my house, to Woodmere, now I'm connected to the Mayan here where I am. So Imun is the Mayan. It's the wellspring of everything. It's Kuchabrich. But our goal, first of all, we have to find the Mayan. We have to discover it. <coughs> discover it within ourselves. And then what we can do is we can irrigate from that Mayan, which is really in ourselves, to Lashon Hara, to Avas Yisrael, to Davening, to learning, two-step process. First we have to dig deep and find that mayan. But once we do that, that, things do change automatically. But then you also have to a little, a little bit of irrigation, a little bit of landscaping work, you know. We'll get David and David over here. He'll help us out. And then you guide 
that shefa of amuna, which is in, within ourselves, mm-hmm. to wherever we want it to go, and then it becomes the, the most powerful, most powerful tool we've <coughs> ever encountered. So the people again, they speak lashon har, they or they use you know eyes inappropriately, or any other one of the <coughs> los asses, or the derabanans, or the branches of the los asses. Then they attempt to tackle these problems in any number of ways, but you should know that the root, the shorish, the makor of all of these problems is the lack of palpable mamuna. Like, again, palpable mamuna is the difference between I, I, I was taught amuna, God, I'm reading the Parsha, Hashem speaks to Avram of course I believe in God. That's not palpable. That's intellectual, that's on paper, that's 2D. We need it to be 3D. We need it to be off the paper in my heart. I have to live with it when I'm talking to people, when I'm going through work. That's 3D. If you can quote me a Dvar Torah, if you can, right, tell me something that you heard from somebody else, that's all 2D. It's not, it's not living. It's just you're quoting something that somebody said or it's a book. But we have B'Shas Maisa during the day, every single second of the day. We're going to get another lot. We have another stash, batch coming in of, of the, we already lost them all. In two seconds, you, you, how many copies you print? A hundred, they're gone. Now there's Chayalim and Eretz Israel who are carrying on. You don't even know what we're talking about. You'll see, you'll find out. But we take feel what? Feel it. Yeah, right. Palpable. <laughs> We're supposed to be on the other side, though. But we'll. Uh, Rabbi has. Rabbi has. You gave it to him. I'll go upon him. We have to try to make the amuna two D, three D. If you, you understand what I'm saying. Therefore, the primary way to begin repairing all breaches in observance, midos issues, any issue you have, which you would call an issue, where it's really an iser, or it's just something that's an issue. Not an issue, but it's an issue. The primary way to begin repairing all breaches and observance is not only with practical resolutions. Let's get the Musar Sefer. Let's get this Sefer. Let's get the practical guidebook to Lashon Haro, Sefer Chavetz Chaim, which of course is true, but that's not the beginning. The beginning to repair all breaches is not only with practical resolutions as to how to act in various situations, but primarily to perfect one's amuna so that it becomes pure and clear. You can read the Sefer Chavetz Chaim a thousand times and still speak Lashon Hara. Because you haven't yet found the Mayan. You're not really connected to the Kodesh It's just a list of rules that you know you should keep because there's a rule book and there's a commander somewhere. You're not really connected to him. So it's just, it's this book that he was given to you. You know intellectually that you should keep it. It's very hard when this guy is in your face and you hate his guts and you really want to destroy him. But there's a book called Chavitz Chaim that you read a thousand times. <coughs> What's going to win the battle? When you want to yell at this person who just bothered you and you're fire against this person, but then, but then the guy, your friend tells you, yeah, but, but remember the Chavitz Chaim, that book that, that you read? You can't do what you're about to... Throws, he just you know, throws the book out and starts yelling at the person. Because we're talking about emotions versus intellect. What's going to win? Emotions come out win every single time. It's closer to who you are, your heart. Your emotions are closer to your actions. So it's only when we can make the Sefer Chavetz Chaim connected to our heart. How do you take the Sefer Chavetz Chaim and get into your heart? It's not, it's not like a very delicious Sefer, you know? Halacha is very important. How do you do that? When you, when you make Amuna into the heart. 
Right? right now our moon is in our head, but if we can make a moon in our heart, and our heart opens up, and then I want to be a better person. I want to love every Jew. I want not to speak negatively about people. Once you have that opening for real, now you can take that book, and you're not just going to learn it in your head. You're going to enter it into your heart. It's a process. We have to get it to the heart. Every, but everything starts with the moon. Then the rest will be... Oh, what do you want to say? Starts the other way? Oh, like, when, when you do keep doing those commandments, whatever, you realize why, it could also breed a muna inside of you. It will not breed a muna unless you have the muna first, unless you're working on the muna. It's not just going to happen. You know why you're doing them. You know why you're doing no, them. I'm saying, like, that means you have to have the muna to know why you're doing those stuff. It's, it's the whole process of a muna. People have been doing these things for hundreds of years, but it's not creating the real moon in them because you could cycle around learning shots again and 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 still not be a quote-unquote good Jew, whatever you want to say it. You're ever as a good Jew, but you know what I mean. It hasn't changed you because you haven't yet made the opening that it should fall in the heart. It's in the head. It's cycling around your head. That's awesome. That's amazing. It's better than doing other things cycling around your head. But you want it to get in, you want it to drop into the heart. Right? Like the Chatzker says, something... But you need to open up your heart. How do you open up your heart? <clears throat> One of the main ways is through Amunah, if not the main way. Then when your heart's open for real with Amunah, because you really believe it's palpable, there is a Boreolam. I'm a creation. He's the creator. Every second, Enol Movado, every second, Mamash. Every second. Now everything in, in your Avodos Hashem takes on a different meaning. And that which you learn actually drops into the heart. Because you have a heart. Then the rest will be much easier. And he'll be able to deal with the particulars of any sinful behavior, which all stem from the lack of clarity in Amunah. Tested and proven. This is, this is, this is, this is not like a, a I think, <coughs> hypothesis. This is it. This is, this is tested and proven, this, this statement. We should just go through this again and again. As once Amunah becomes more alive and clear, Alive, clear, palpable, heart. He'll find the strength and courage to properly toil in Torah. Now we're going to Mitzvah Saseh. It's hard to learn, it's hard to David, it's hard to do this. Tzedakah is hard for me because he's holding on to his money. Every, we understand everything. Torah is hard. Davening with clarity is hard. Giving away your hard-earned money is hard. But when you person's Amunah is alive and clear and you really are connecting to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, there really is a Boreolam, he really is there by davening. He really wants us to learn this Torah, and it's enjoyable. The money that I have is not really mine, and he really wants me to do this mitzvah of tzedakah. And it's okay, because he'll take care of me, even if I give over that money, which he gave me to give to that person anyway. If I just do that, it's okay. And I'll be able to keep all the details of the mitzvahs correctly. You might actually enjoy learning halacha. My whole, my whole approach to halacha, a lot of things changed after the sefer which was once just a, a rule book that you have to, and a lot of details that you have to go over and over and over because you know that's the right thing to do. It's a mitzvah. It turns into you even want to. The whole thing changes. The opposite is also true. The more the amun is missing from one's soul, chas shalom, the more difficult it will be to toil in the Holy Torah and observe the details of the laws with a true sense of fear of Hashem. We're going to get to fear, how to understand fear. We've, we have yet to learn the sugi of Yerush Hashem until you learn the Sefer. For real, for real. 
May Hashem enable every one of us to truly reach this level. And as I said, I said, I said a remez, a remez, again, it's only, I said a remez like this on Thursday. What happens when you have a Yisrael and you take a Muna out of a Jew who doesn't have a Muna? What do you get? Remember? A Muna is 541, a Muna is 102. Gullus. If you take a Muna out of a Jew, he's living in Gullus. So he might be doing the Torah, davening, tzedakah thing, but he's certainly not enjoying it. He's, he feels like he's in Gullus. All right. Thank you.